Hello, and welcome to the Dairy Defined podcast. Nicole Ayash serves as Senior Director for Sustainability Initiatives at the National Milk Producers Federation, where she leads environmental stewardship and workforce development initiatives for the farm program. That's Farmers Assuring Responsible Management. She focuses on developing tools and resources to help U.S. dairy farms improve their environmental and labor outcomes, which lets the entire supply chain know that dairy is following best practices. Ayash's career across multiple industries and disciplines gives her a broad perspective on sustainability. Her degrees are from Tufts University and Yale. Thanks for joining us, Nicole. Thanks, Alan. So let's talk about Earth Day. Earth Day always has a different theme every year. It's been going on for more than 50 years now, and this year's theme is Restore Our Earth. Looking at that from the perspective of dairy and your own role in the farm program, how does that translate to what happens on farms? No one embodies this year's Earth Day theme more than a dairy farmer. And that's because, you know, caring for our natural resources is every day for a dairy farmer when your livelihood depends on nature. And more than your livelihood, it's often the place you you call home. So there's a lot of inherent dedication to taking care of the environment because it's it's how you live your life and where you live your life. What this looks like on the farm varies because our farms and our local environments have different situations and different needs. Uh, So for some farms, that can mean putting in buffer strips or or grass waterways to protect water quality. Uh, On other farms, there may be cover crops or conservation tillage to promote soil health. Still, others may be looking at things like energy efficiency and better lighting, renewable energy like solar and wind. And then there's a whole variety of manure treatment technologies. Anything as far out as worm composting uh, to cap and flare to digesters, Uh, There's really no end to the many ways that our dairies care for their farms and for our earth. Worm composting. What's that all about? You know, I am not admittedly the expert in this area, uh, but we have had the chance to, the farm program has had the chance to talk with Royal Dairy out in Washington, who does use worm composting. Uh, So I think if if anyone is looking to learn a little bit more, uh, I would say go ahead and look up Royal Dairy and in look up the last farm program video on it and you can find out a bit more. You, you've named a lot of things here, Nicole. What, what do they all have in common? One thing I would say that all of dairy has in common is that it is a cycle that by its nature is renewable. Cows eat crops and byproducts, uh, many of which humans can't digest. But cows, on the other hand, can digest that feedstuff. They grow and they thrive on it. They produce milk that does actually nourish people. Uh, and then their waste, the manure, provides nutrients for the crops that, again, start the cycle once more and renew that cycle for end on end. How do we measure and track the work that's being done? Yeah, it's, I would say, critical for dairy and really all of agriculture to share our story, uh, backed up by proof points and data. Uh, Because in the eyes of the general public, proof is in the pudding. And then from the farmer's perspective, you can't manage what you can't measure. So really data and metrics are important, both as we're thinking about how do we want to communicate to the general public, but also on the farm, how you want to drive continuous improvement. And that's where the Farm Environmental Stewardship Program comes in. Uh, The program is implemented by dairy cooperatives and processors. Their trained, certified staff conduct farm environmental stewardship assessments with dairy farmers. Uh, The evaluation itself asks about uh, things like the farm's nutrient management plan, uh, which is important for protecting water quality. The evaluation also measures a farm's carbon and energy footprint. 
So by going through the assessment, we can know the amount of greenhouse gases emitted per gallon of milk that the farm produces. And that data can be aggregated across farms by those dairy cooperatives and processors to communicate that story externally. Um, We can also use it as an industry as a whole to understand our entire performance for the, the dairy industry. So how is this all organized? Essentially, what is the governing body to make sure that this initiative is serving so many different interests? So the Farm ES program, similar to the rest of the farm program, benefits from a great governance structure that allows for a lot of farmer input. Uh, so first, we have our Farmer Advisory Council made up of uh, farmers from across the country that provide input into the, the farm program as a whole. Uh, we then have the Farm ES Task Force which is made up of dairy cooperative staff, as well as dairy farmers. And they're the ones that provide um, strategic input into the FarmES tool and program. Going up the chain, the NMPF Environmental Committee reviews any recommendations from the task force and in turn makes recommendations to the NMPF Board of Directors. And both that Environmental Committee and the NMPF Board of Directors has significant farmer input and representation. So you're a dairy farmer and you're part of Farm ES and you're going through an evaluation. What should you expect to go through? Yeah, it can, I realize, sound a little overwhelming uh, when you're talking about all of this data collection and the inputs and the outputs. Um, We do have a number of resources on our website, uh, nationaldairyfarm.com, to help farms that go through an evaluation to make it just an easy, simple process, Uh, but I'll give you high-level overview of what it looks like. Um, So I mentioned that those second-party evaluators that are uh, staff of the dairy co-ops and processors, um, those evaluators would contact a farm to schedule the evaluation. The evaluation could be in-person, it could be remote, over the phone, or the most common scenario, it's a little bit of both. During the evaluation, the evaluators collect data in some key areas. Uh, so cow and milk production data, think things like herd size, uh, the volume of milk produced per year. They collect ration data, so info about what the cows are fed, how much they're fed, um, what it's made up of, uh, information on manure management, information on electricity and fuel usage. And all of that data goes into a model to generate the greenhouse gas and energy footprints. The model has been peer-reviewed and published. Uh, which really fits with how we approach things for the farm program as a whole. Everything that we do is science-based. And it's just really valuable to have a model like this one uh, because we can't do anything like put a bubble around a farm to measure greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, So we do need uh, models that generate a reliable estimate instead. This just seems like the sort of thing that people could really geek out on. I imagine just very passionate scientific conferences where people are all arguing over the implications of of tweak A versus B in the model. I I actually think there are life cycle assessment, entire conferences devoted to it. So you are absolutely right. And this just isn't about certain things going on certain farms. This becomes then part of the the industry-wide evolution that in the past decade, I know the farm program, I think, dates to 2009, has seen some pretty significant results. Yeah, I, I often get questions from folks who ask me, do you have a diagram of everything going on when it comes to dairy sustainability? Uh, and while I don't have a diagram, I can give a little bit of, of information on, on where Farm ES fits in. Uh, so the industry-wide goals are um, 
the 2050 environmental goals. And the net zero initiative is essentially how do we get to those goals on dairy farms? And you could think of FarmES as a key part of that overarching net zero strategy. FarmES is the, the platform and the tool for measuring environmental progress on the farm and supporting continuous improvement. Uh, so that first piece on measurement, it's the way we know where farms stand today and can help them identify trends over time. And that second piece, improvement. Uh, farms can use our resources like the FarmES reference manual to find ideas for practice or management changes to improve the environmental footprint. And we continue to look for ways to, to grow the program to offer additional in, insights to farmers. So having that FarmES program is a critical piece of the overarching net zero initiative because it's a key piece of how we track progress toward the goals and support farmers in getting to the goals. I actually think there is a diagram, Nicole, and that's why you were secretly so disappointed this is only a podcast instead of a video presentation, because you would have been able to show it to us. But thank you for that clear explanation. What's the future for Farm ES? Where do you go from here? It's a good question and a timely one, because uh, we've been doing strategic planning for Farm ES over, I would say, the course of 2020 into 2021. Uh, and our hope is to be able to, to release an, a roadmap externally sometime this year. Uh, but I can give you a summary of what we've been up to. Uh, we've had conversations with farmers, with dairy co-ops, uh, dairy processors, retailers, um, brands, subject matter experts, and others to really develop a strategy for where we should go with Farm ES. And it boils down to, to this. We know that FarmES has strengths in measurement and reporting capabilities. Where we think we need to go is to grow in both breadth and depth. What do you mean by that? So in terms of breadth, FarmES has focused so far on greenhouse gases and energy with just a little dabble into water quality. Uh, but the industry's 2050 goals hit on optimizing water use and improving water quality. And there will be a forthcoming goal on biodiversity. Uh, so we know at least that FarmES needs to expand into those areas. We also know we need to help farms go deeper. So that depth piece, digging into what factors are driving their results uh, and giving them specific tailored advice on how to improve. That might not be in the scope exactly of the FarmES platform and tool, uh, but it is something we can do through partnerships with other organizations. So FarmES becomes the hub and then connects back to subject matter experts, or other organizations who have materials and resources, or highlighting cost share or technical assistance programs that are available. And in fact, that idea of partnerships and collaboration isn't unique to FarmES. That's how U.S. Dairy as a whole approaches our industry environmental efforts. So the Net Zero Initiative's success will be in the collective work of our dairy supply chain, along with those partners, uh, from academia to nonprofits, uh, to government, to retailers and brands, and more. So I'd say dairy has big ambitions, and Farm ES, along with all of our great industry-wide efforts, will, will help get us there and help us meet our goals. So you talk a lot about partnerships, Nicole, and you talk about a lot of ways of improving farmer practices and, and creating assurances throughout the supply chain. But that puts a lot of pressure on the farmer. How does Farm ES balance that need between improving, having best practices, having science-based assurances throughout the supply chain, and letting farmers farm? 
It's a very fair question. Two ways I would say we tackle that. The first is we're very mindful in how we put together the, the program. So I mentioned how we benefit a lot from having a model. The model is really aimed to be simplified. So it's meant to be that this isn't going to be onerous as far as a process for collecting data. It's going to be data the farm already has, can put together within a couple hours uh, to complete the assessment, if not less, if they already have some of that data on hand. Um, the other piece of it is, is we continue to look for those opportunities where environmental continuous improvement aligns with business goals. We're talking about how, where do those things line up? So, for example, if it is productivity or animal health, that's good for the business and good for the environment. Um, so we're really looking to, to make it so it's a, a win-win for the farm. We've been speaking with Nicole Ayash. She serves as Senior Director for Sustainability Initiatives with the National Milk Producers Federation and the National Dairy Farm Program. Thank you for your time, Nicole. That's it for today's podcast. For more on the farm program, you can visit its website, nationaldairyfarm.com, which is both a great guide to farm program initiatives and a portal into the world of dairy sustainability. As far as dairy to find, if you'd like to hear more, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play under the podcast name, Dairy to Find. Thanks for joining us. 